0: My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl, God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that Girl, God's got you, and He wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Oh, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to today's podcast episode. If I'm talking a little bit quieter than usual, it's because it's a little bit later here at night. My roommates are settling down, going to sleep, so I don't want to be talking too loud. But I hope you guys can hear me well and that there's still good audio. But to get on today's topic, I want to talk all about how God can transform bad things or obstacles into blessings and um, really good experiences. And I know I've talked about this quite a few times on this podcast uh, channel and not podcast channel, podcast platform. I'm getting mixed up with YouTube. I (laughs) I haven't done YouTube forever, but sometimes I still find myself getting the phrases mixed up. But I know I've talked about this topic of God turning things around for good quite a few times on this podcast but there is a specific aspect that I want to talk about today. And it's about trusting God that he will turn things around for good, knowing that God's got you throughout it all. And there's just so many different things throughout this past year where I think, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out, I'm nervous. And I'm like, God, please help me, please help me, please help this person. And then he ends up turning things around for good and providing more than I ever could have fathomed and then I tell myself Isabel why did you question God like come on you you know he has his promises he's offered you so many different promises in the past and he's turned so many obstacles and bad things around for good in the past why would you question him also doing it in the present and the future and every time I stress out about something, and then God does something good. I I continue to tell myself, like, why do you question God? I mean, come on, he's got you. And there is a couple Bible stories I want to share in today's episode. There's a couple personal stories I want to share. But the main point of this episode is that we really should try our hardest to trust God, even during the hard times, because... If we have the faith knowing that, okay, I'm going through a hard time right now, or someone close to me is going through a hard time right now, if we feel these feelings of anxiousness and nervousness, but we still choose to trust God in the end, it could give us a lot more peace and peace and patience throughout the hard times. And the impact of this is that We could train ourselves to know that even during difficult times, we still have faith in God and we could still pursue our purpose and not be distracted by worry. And one thing for me is if I'm going through something hard and there's an obstacle or something, sometimes I worry about things so much and it ends up distracting me from my work or distracts me from living out my purpose for God because these things are worrying me so much. But then I tell myself, okay, Isabel, train yourself to know that God will turn this around. It may take a while. It may not take that long, but he will turn this around. He has promises for you. He has this beautiful plan for you. So instead of worrying about it right now and getting distracted from your purpose, choose to put the fear behind you. Trust God and live in your purpose in the moment. So that's really what the main topic of this episode is. Training ourselves to trust God that he will turn things around. So to start off this podcast episode, as I always do, I want to share my song lyrics of the week. And I think that the song See a Victory by Elevation Worship really explains this podcast episode so well. And it's all about how God can turn things around for a blessing and to teach us a lesson, and to share with us a truth about his character. So the beginning of the song says, The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Because the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will will never fail. My God will never fail. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. And then the song continues to proceed. And the beautiful part, I think this is either the bridge or at the end it says, You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. And I think that whole phrase, you turn it for good, is something that once again, at least for me, I constantly have to remind myself of because I think it's so easy for us to live in the present so much to the point that when something hits us or an obstacle happens or something goes out of our control. At least for me, I I immediately think, okay, you know, this is really bad. I don't know what to do next. And I forget that God can turn our... Our circumstances for good he can shift our path and there are times where he does start shifting our path and we don't see it and we still stress out we're still worried and so that's why I think it's good to train ourselves to trust God so when we see that shift we could have that peace and I'm gonna be sharing a couple tips throughout this episode on how we could train ourselves to trust God more and how we could be more receptive to him and more self-aware of ourselves so that we can still have peace even in the difficult times. And there is also a really good quote I want to share. It's by someone named Max Lucado. And I'm going to be talking more about a book he wrote a little while ago. I think it was in 2013, about seven years ago. But I have so many good quotes from that book that I found. But the first one that I really wanted to share is this. In God's hand, intended evil becomes eventual good. Intended evil becomes intentional good you see Satan intends for this evil but the beautiful thing about God is not only does he love us not only does he forgive us not only does he guide us but he also can change our circumstances intentionally to make it good and that just shows how much he cares for us and how much he wants to be involved in our life And another aspect of this is I want to relate this podcast to contentment and living in the moment. And as I previously just said, it can be so easy to get caught up in the future and and what is coming that we really forget to understand how precious today is. And I really truly think that a way to be content is by seeing every challenging moment as a way for God to show his grace and love to you. Now, what do I mean by this? Just to dive in further. When we have a challenging moment in our life, it is a disruption in our comfort. But oftentimes, when our life is disrupted, we no longer have control of the situation. At least that's how I feel. When there's a disruption, I don't have control, I don't know what to do. But that is exactly where God shows up and can help us when we feel at loss. And that also can humble ourselves and make us feel like, okay, I really can't figure this out. It's out of my control. I can't do anything. But at the point where we don't know what to do, that's exactly where God shows up and shows his majesty and his power. And there's a couple Bible stories I want to share and also some, some personal stories to illustrate this point. The first story I want to share is all about Moses. And my boyfriend and I read Acts for quite a long time. And it was wonderful to do that Bible study with him because I learned so many wonderful things about very amazing men in the Bible that really turn their lives around for God. So, I first want to talk about Moses, then, I want to talk about Paul. So, Acts 7, specifically verses 20 through 37 kind of talks about Moses's story and I'm gonna bounce around the verses but share the main idea of it so in verse 7 it starts out with or not verse 7 sorry verse 20 <laughs> chapter 7 it starts out with at the time Moses was born he was no ordinary child for three months he was cared for by his family and when he was placed outside Pharaoh's daughter took him in and brought him up as her own son Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action However, when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. He saw one of them being mistreated by an Egyptian, so he went to his defense and avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Moses thought that his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they did not. The next day, Moses came upon two Israelites who were fighting. He tried to reconcile them by saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you want to hurt each other? But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled to Midian, where he settled as a foreigner and had two sons. Now here's verse 30, where I I really want to talk about. After 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flames of a burning bush in the desert near Mount Sinai. When he saw this, he was amazed at the sight, and he went over to get a closer look. He heard the Lord say, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses trembled with fear and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have indeed seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to set them free. Now come, I will send you back to Egypt. This is the same Moses they had rejected with the words, Who made you ruler and judge? He was sent to be their ruler and deliverer by God himself through the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He led them out of Egypt and performed wonders and signs in Egypt, at at the Red Sea, and for 40 years in the wilderness. This is the Moses who told the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your own people. Now going back to verse 30, it said 40 years had passed. You see, Moses lived with this guilt of killing that Egyptian. 40 years. For 40 years, he, I mean, it doesn't share what happened in those 40 years, but I'm assuming that he was lost. He felt guilty. He felt like he didn't necessarily have a purpose because, you know, those people were saying, you know, who are you to, you know, be a ruler and all this stuff when, when you killed an Egyptian. But even though for 40 years, Moses felt at loss, he felt guilty, God still used him. God still wanted him to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and to set them free. And the beautiful thing about this in verse 37, it says, This is the Moses who told the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your own people. You see, God was able to turn around Moses, who was crippled with guilt, crippled with shame, didn't know what to do, and he was able to use this man for something amazing. You see, God could turn anything around for good. We just have to train ourselves to trust him in that because we don't want to be like Moses and wait 40 years, essentially um, be down for 40 years in our life, in our guilt, struggling to figure out what God wants for us. We want to train ourselves to trust God so we could still live in our purpose and have contentment even during the hard times. And there's also another story I I want to share from Acts. It's actually about Paul. This is from Acts 26, and just a little background, I'm sure most of you know this, but there was a man named Saul who was a huge persecutor of Christians, and then he was convicted by God, and he became Paul, one of the, the biggest gospel evangelists in the Bible. I mean, he's he's amazing. And I would challenge you all to read Acts because it's a beautiful story all about his commitment to the Lord. And it really does show how God can even turn a persecutor and an enemy of Christ into someone who shares Christ so influentially well. And there's a section from Acts 26 verses 9 through about 22-23, but it's all about Paul's Uh, testament to a man named King Agrippa because he was obviously I don't know if you guys had a lot of background in Acts I'm just learning about it but essentially Paul was arrested he had to make a bunch of testaments to different rulers and this man was named King Agrippa and essentially Paul's just sharing the summary of his story and I thought this part was beautiful and convicting and I really want to share it with you guys today so starting in verse 9 of chapter 26 of Acts Paul said, I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And that is just what I did in Jerusalem. On the authority of the chief priests, I put many of the Lord's people in prison. And when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. Many a time I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished, and I tried to force them to blaspheme. I was so obsessed with persecuting them that I even hunted them down in foreign cities. On one of those journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of chief priests. And about noon, King Agrippa, I was on the road. I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Then I asked, Who are you, Lord? In response, God said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light. You see, God saw this man who was very influential, but in the wrong thing, in in persecuting Christ. But God knew he could change this man's life To actually spread the gospel of Christ. And that's exactly what Paul did. So, whatever trial you're facing in your life, I just challenge you to think of Moses and Paul, how God was able to turn their sin, murder, and persecution into these two men who really loved God and who really wanted to share his light with others. And we see this in the Bible, and I'm sure there's many times in your life where God has shown up for you. And I challenge you, if you're going through a hard time, I think about your past, think about these aspects of the Bible and these Bible characters, and let's start training ourselves to trust God better. Now, before I get into some tips on how I'm trying to train myself to trust God, especially through these really crazy times with COVID and the stock market and the economy and and all these things we can't control, I want to share a really beautiful song by this woman named Lauren Daigle. And the song is called Rescue. And I'm sure you've heard it before. If not, I, I really think you should listen to it. It's beautiful. It's a great song to meditate to in the morning if you like doing that as part of your, of your quiet time. But she shared, shared that the inspiration for the song is that she said, it was written for someone very close to me who was going through a difficult time. I wanted something that would comfort them in their time of need. That's the purpose of the song, to give hope to people who feel lost. And so if you're in a place right now, maybe you sinned, like Paul and Moses did. I mean, not saying that you're a murderer or persecutor, but they sinned, it really messed them up, but God was able to turn it to good. If you're stuck in sin, I challenge you to really think about these lyrics, or if you've had a really hard circumstance with yourself, your family, your friends, something bad happened, I think these songs will really, or these lyrics will really have a good impact on you. And just to remind you that that God really is with you. And if you feel lost, if you feel alone, I really just want to share this wonderful song with you. So, the song starts out with these lyrics. It says, You are not hidden. There's never been a moment you were forgotten. You are not hopeless. Though you have been broken, your innocence stolen, I hear your whisper underneath your breath. I hear your SOS. I will send down an army to find you. In the middle of the darkest night, it's true, I will rescue you. There is no distance that cannot be covered. Over and over, you are not defenseless. I'll be your shelter. I'll be your armor. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your SOS. I will send out an army to find you. In the middle of the darkest night, it's true. I will rescue you. And the song kind of keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. And what's beautiful about this is essentially Lauren Daigle is seeing this from God's perspective, telling us that he will rescue us from any hardship we're going through. He will because he loves us and he wants us to live in abundance and fulfillment. And that's why he wants to turn hard things around for good because he wants us to enjoy our life here on earth, and he also wants us to feel fulfilled and content enough to also be able to share the gospel to others. And I truly think that the reason God has so many promises for us is so that we can be fueled, because if we're filled by his love, we could share his love and be able to actually evangelize his truth to the rest of the world. So now I really want to dive into a few tips that I'm trying to implement into my life on how to train myself to trust God better. The first is to constantly remind myself. Now, what am I reminding myself of? I'm reminding me myself of the ways he has really impacted my life, people close to me's lives, as well as people in the Bible. And the way that I could do this is in a couple ways. First of all, reading the Bible, studying the words, seeing the different promises within the pages of the Bible. Also, just counting my blessings. I know a lot of people say keep a gratitude journal. For some people, that works. For some people, I think it's as simple as closing your eyes, praying to God, and just listing out things you're thankful for. What helps me is anytime... I experience a blessing, or someone close to me has experienced a blessing. I just say a quick prayer to God. You know, thank you so much for your love and your grace and for providing this opportunity. So, constantly reminding yourself through thankfulness and through reading the Bible of what God has done. And I don't want to get too far into this because this is pretty personal, but recently, two really close uh, men in my life, specifically my brother and my dad, have had quite a few health scares. And with both of them, God has provided so much, so much healing, so much health, so much positivity, and and amazing outlooks. And the fact that for quite a long time there were many unknowns, and for quite a long time, if I'm going to be honest, I felt pretty hopeless in some of the health things. The fact that God has worked so well, and just choosing to trust Him even in the fear... And just really makes you realize, wow, God could do anything and he could turn anything around for good, even when you're scared, even when your whole family isn't really sure what's going to happen. As long as we trust God, he will provide for us. Whether the health gets better or not, whether the circumstances change or not, God will provide peace. And I've really seen that in my own life. And I'm thanking God every day for the recent health victories that my family has had because when you remind yourself of the good thing God has, God has done, you really can start training yourself to trust Him more. And so I know next time there's going to be a health scare or next time there's going to be something fearful that's out of my control, I will remind myself of the close people in my family and how God was really able to provide and how I know He'll provide again. So to sum it up, my first tip is to remind yourself of God's goodness. To end on that note, there is this wonderful quote, once again, by Max Lucato. It's from that book I was talking about, and the book was called You'll get through this, hope and help for your turbulent times. And one of the quotes says this the difficulties have taken much away. I get that. But there is one gift your trouble cannot touch your destiny. And as we are looking at our past and reminding ourselves of the wonderful promises and the wonderful times that God has turned bad things around for good. I think we have to understand that our destiny is up to him, that he has a path for us. He has a plan. And even the circumstances may be hard, there's one thing that can't be changed, and that's our destiny because it really is in God's hands. Now, the second tip that I want to share that I'm trying to implement more in my life is meditation and now I'm not the fruity spiritual person I I base a lot of my faith off of logic and practicality and obviously real life practical tips that's mainly what this whole podcast is about but what I've been trying to do and I only started it today actually so it's not like it's a huge habit but it really helped is in the mornings after I do a bible study read a little bit of a Christian book is to sit down put in my headphones airpods or just on speaker, whatever you want, and sit there and meditate to one worship song. I know some worship songs are two minutes and some are 10 minutes, so choose how long you want. But just close your eyes, think about the lyrics, and worship God, whether it's silently in your head or whether you're actually singing it out loud, depending on where you're at. I don't want to wake anyone up in my house, so I don't sing out loud, but I really um, think about the lyrics. And something about sitting with God in the quiet and releasing time just for Him that felt amazing this morning and I want to keep doing it. And that will also train us to be more self-aware of how we're feeling. And for those of you that maybe have struggles figuring out how you're feeling, at least for me, I'm a little bit less of a feeling person and more of a logical person. So sometimes it's hard for me to get in touch with my feelings. However, I do know that a lot of trust in God is based off feeling and that spiritual connection so a way i'm training myself is to meditate with god have that self-awareness find that inner peace with him and just taking a little part of my day to be quiet and listen to words of encouragement and words of of lifting spirits and So that's one way that i'm gonna keep on training myself and i think setting that side of time or setting that time aside sorry i'm getting all mixed up with my words it's you know kind of late tonight but to go back, setting that time aside for God will train you to try to listen to him in the peaceful still moments and when you really need to understand how you're feeling. The final tip that I want to share that I'm really trying to implement to train myself to trust God more is to understand that he really is in control. And I know I talk about God's in control all the time on this podcast. You know, the, the whole phrase, God's got you, assumes that he is in control. So that's essentially what this whole podcast is about. But knowing that he has a plan has given me so much peace because, as you guys know, we never expected COVID. We never expected this coronavirus. And recently, Arizona just shut down again. And Governor Doug Ducey said, We're shutting down indefinitely, meaning there is no end time of when this shutdown is going to end because Arizona's peaking and all this stuff. We don't even know if there's going to be a second wave after this. And what I tell myself is, okay, God really does have a plan. And Recently, um, I just helped my boyfriend um, move to Arizona and move in and stuff. And there are just so many little obstacles, as you know, of trying to move somewhere in COVID. And there were times where we we're trying to figure out details here and there, and and things were out of our control. And just knowing that God had a plan and that his plan would prevail if we trust him and follow him, gave me so much peace. And in the grand picture of things with COVID, with our jobs, reminding myself that God is in control, he has a plan for us, and that at the end of the day, there is a beautiful place in heaven for us. Really, we can't lose when we love God, believe in him, and trust him because he has a plan for our lives here on, er, here on earth and he has a, heaven, a beautiful eternity for us. So really, you can't lose with God because he is in control. And then what he wants for us is to show us his love and to give us abundance. And once again, there is this beautiful, beautiful verse from Max Lucado. I want to end this tip with this uh, quote. And it says, Don't get sucked into short-term thinking. Your struggles will not last forever, but you will. And the fact that we will last forever because we believe in God. You see, God really does have a plan for us. And when we understand that he is in control, that could help us trust him even more. And that at least has been helping me waking up every day, just constantly reminding myself, God has a plan for me. He is in control. I should trust him. And reminding yourself of that every day, even actually saying it out loud to yourself will help you. And looking back at my past, looking at my friend and family's past, looking at the people in the Bible, it's, it's really been helping me co- constantly remind myself that God will turn bad things around for good. And so to end this off, I just want to say, girl, God's got you. If you're struggling, if you feel a little bit confused during this time, I just want to offer this as an encouragement and as an uplifting word that... God really, he does turn things around for good because he loves us. And I challenge you to look at your life and just see the ways he's changed your life, see the ways he's changed your friends' and family's lives, and never lose hope. Because at the end of the day, if we really want to pursue our purpose and be on track for God, we don't want to let Satan get us down. We don't want him to distract us from living the life God created us to live. And a way that we could avoid this and overcome Satan trying to pull us down is by training ourselves to trust God. God. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I am excited uh, to share another episode later next week. It's a good interview with my dad, Robert Claussen, sharing his pearls of wisdom. So I hope you are all looking forward to that. If you have any questions or any different episode requests, please feel free to email me at girlgodsgotyou at gmail.com or by DMing me on Instagram at girl.godsgotyou. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode, and thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye.